everyone, and welcome on into another episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And you know what? This is our second time, you know, just recording some visuals. Shout out to the people who subscribe to our new YouTube channel, Black Girl Brunch. Just search that on YouTube. Hit us up if you need to find the link. Like, I saw, like, so many of you actually followed us, well, you subscribed to us, left us comments, and we just ask that, you know, you give us a little bit of time because now we're trying to, in addition to run a podcast, run our social media, run our merch, do sponsorships, now edit and upload these videos. So sometimes it's going to be a little bit of a lag, maybe one or two days, but the visuals will be up and it's just like you're sitting in a room with us. Mm -hmm. So it's wonderful. So, you know, huh. You guys know we've been doing a lot of cool new things. And today we're doing something even cooler, even newer, even just better than ever before. We actually have a guest, but not in the studio. We have a guest via Skype. Yes. So this is someone who has been like supporting our show from literal day. Like when we say day one, we mean day one. Like literally day one. Oh my God. Like day <laughs> one. And her name is Machete. Machete, introduce yourself, please. Hi. Oh my God. Hello. Um, this... <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for uh, finally having me here and like making this happen. Like I still want to do this podcast in person, but like absolutely, no, this yeah. is like yeah, yeah, no. And I'm a very impatient person, so like if we can do this like and do it now, I'm like very happy to do this now because I like don't like waiting for things to happen. Uh, so yeah, but I'm that's very why that's why you have been seeing some success recently. Exactly. So, so before we get into all this, like let's just let the people know where they can find you on the social media. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so my Twitter is at Machete. That's M-I-C-H-E-T-E, like machete with an I instead of an A, or your good friend Michelle with a T instead of an L. Uh, my <laughs> Instagram is Machete Music, M-I-C-H-E-T-E Music. Um, and all my music is on Spotify and iTunes and all the other streaming platforms under just Machete. Uh, buy Cool Tricks 3 on iTunes, stream it on Spotify, uh, give me the coins. <laughs> True. Yeah. The literal coins, because you get like a sixth of a penny for a Spotify stream. Yes, that's oh. why I don't even use Spotify, but I only use Spotify when I listen to your music, because I know that. <laughs> I love that. Thank that you. That is so cool. So you get that, listen on Spotify, and you get your favorite artist more money. Mm-hmm. More than that, okay? Yep. So, all right, so let's get into this, um, Machete. We're going to call you Mimi sometimes. We're going to call you Machete sometime. We're going to bob a weed and go back and forth. So, you know, just tell us, you know, who is Machete? Who is Machete the artist? Like, let the people know, someone who may have never heard of your uh, music before, who you are. Let them know who you are. Okay, well, I, I, I like, brand myself as being an underground pop star. Um, I'm a rapper, it. singer, songwriter, producer, and drag performer. Um, and, I, you know, I just make songs about, like, just being a dumb bitch and trying to <laughs> exist in the world and just, like... You know, just I just try to live my life and I just try to make points on occasion and I and I write songs that I feel are quite um 
anthemic and quite iconic and often uh, relatable. So, yes. uh, yeah. Especially that dumb bitch part. I get that. Else. Uh-huh. Navigating very through dumb. life as a dumb bitch is just like people. It's underrated. It's brave, too. It is. It's very brave. Because a lot of people don't admit that they're dumb. And, like, I just love That's the that. problem. Just be like, I'm a proud dumb bitch. <laughs> like, no, I don't be getting there, There's, like, definitely a level of freedom to just, like, allowing yourself to be an idiot and, like, <laughs> You know, not like placing that expectation on yourself. Like it's, yeah, like I'm I'm a dumb bitch and I don't know shit. Like, and I, I'm just like doing my best and like, I feel you like know? that makes you so much know. like more intelligent to just know that you're dumb. Like I know that sounds crazy, no, it's so true. But I feel like by admitting that I am really stupid, it automatically makes me smarter than people who think that exactly. they're smart. And exactly, pe- exactly, because the people who think that they're smart think that they don't have anything to learn, and that's 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 yeah. when you, that's like anti-vaxxers and shit, and like <laughs> True. you know what I mean, like weird like right-wing conspiracy theorists. Those are people who think that they have nothing to learn. Whereas if you're just like I'm a dumb bitch, like <laughs> then you're open to finding out more. I yes, feel like absolutely. And that's when so you're true. wrong, it's like I knew it. <laughs> yeah, but- well, just foiled again. Look at me. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs> so am I the first white person on this podcast? Wow. You are. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Finally. Legend. <laughs> you find really... finally some representation. Okay, anyway. <laughs> you know all that reverse racism out there. Yeah, you, you got you it. Are, this is us correcting. The it. first white icon <laughs> on our show. <laughs> The first and the last. The first, the first, <laughs> just kidding. We're, we're never doing this again. <laughs> Only you. True. Um, <laughs> we were also wondering what inspired your makeup style because it. To, I'm like, whoa, this came out of nowhere. I'm like, this bitch is really getting creative as fuck. And also, I remember one time I said something silly like, "Do people really try to look like?" this crazy on purpose do people really do their makeup this bad on purpose and you were like uh i do (laughs) i can't speak for everybody else but i do no no for sure um well okay yeah i think there's kind of like a journey that led to that because i think my makeup uh style has like kind of advanced and developed a lot in the past year um and that's because i started doing drag a little Mm -hmm. under a year Mm -hmm. ago because uh, for like a few years, I was just like doing music and just calling it that and not putting myself anywhere near drag or like in any drag context. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when I first moved to Seattle and started like playing shows and like navigating that scene, it was like I'd be doing like hip hop shows or I'd be like like DIY shows with like uh-huh. indie bands and punk bands or whatever. Or it was just like, you know, and it was like just the fact that I was like there and was like a trans woman, you know, or like a gender nonconforming crossdresser, whatever I was at the time. Like it's like that kind of was enough to make me like stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at some point I started doing drag cause I realized that like, you have to trick gay people into caring about you by like <laughs> putting yourself in front of them. You, you know what I mean? And so True. I was like, okay, here in Seattle, like drag's really popular. The drag scene's really cool. I need to just pretend to be a drag queen for a minute so that people will know who I am. And then I can tell them to buy my music. Like that was like my whole fucking plan. Mm-hmm. That was the whole scam I was running. Um, <laughs> But then, then, like, it became, like, very quickly apparent to me, like, after I started doing drag, it was like, okay, I can't just, like, be, like, a tranny and stand out anymore because everyone's (laughs) a fucking cross-dresser. And, like, I'm, like, in these lineups with all these fucking men who are, like, prettier and more feminine than me because they have, like, good makeup skills and, like, padding and, like, Mm. these fucking amazing outfits because they've been doing it for years and I just look like garbage. And I was like, okay... 
like I gotta come up with something and like I decided that like I'm never gonna be good at makeup so I want to be bad at it in a, in a way that's very memorable and that <laughs> is like really likable to that people that is so fucking um, funny <laughs> uh so I started getting like experimental and then um it always comes back to drugs. Anything creative that I do, it's, it's just because I do a lot of drugs. And um, it's go on. We were, there, yeah, there was a party. Uh, there was a 420 party last year. It was this party someone threw in Seattle. It was called Kylie Minogue's Acid Playhouse 420. And I was I like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna go to this party. And I was like, I'm gonna like do acid and go to this Kylie Minogue party. And then I was like, oh, I should do my makeup in like a really crazy way so that I'll be fun to look at on acid. Uh, you know what I mean? Because I was, and so You're I spent so like most of that party in the bathroom, just looking at myself in the mirror and just like really living for it. And it was that was kind of like the moment that that all happened, and where I started doing the whole like splatter paint, like tons of colors, uh-huh. like just putting shit everywhere, all over my face. And then as I did it more and more, um, it just kind of developed into this thing where like I started doing like the really harsh black contour on like the nose and the it. cheeks, yeah, mm-hmm. and then just like you know, stabbing myself with mascara and like putting lipstick like on my entire face and like just blending eyeshadow like on my entire face and neck. And cause I want to look like an acid slut. That's like <laughs> my, my aesthetic goal. And so, yeah, it's because I did a bunch of drugs and I didn't want to like practice becoming legitimately good at makeup. And that's how I ended up here. <laughs> no, I love that. And I also like love the way your mind works because a lot of people don't are scared to be gimmicky and scared to be like, Oh, I did this. Like, you know, with the intention, to get attention and it's like yeah. especially as a like I miss that in pop music like people doing stuff with the intention of like getting attention and then like just being like oh I did it and so what I like won. deal with it it yeah. was a success no yeah. no that that like the, the like the like turn of the decade like post Gaga like pop era where like Nicki Minaj was wearing like a chicken wing necklace yeah. and like I miss that like we need those aesthetics back I don't yeah. like looking at Dua Lipa like I don't want to look at Camila Cabello like yeah. they're fucking boring looking people yeah (laughs) and it's so cool it's so cool to just not care and to oh i didn't even mean for it's like come on like salon said do everything with intention like no yeah exactly it's it's always yeah it's yeah very very that like i don't know i just kind of developed this style again just because i do a lot of drugs i'm not good at makeup but i needed to figure out like a brand for myself because there's like a very like there's so much like incredible drag talent in Seattle mm-hmm. and there's so much like That's so funny amazing like queens and it's like I I don't want to just look like another like you know snatched contour blended eyeshadow like YouTube tutorial Instagram thought bitch like I do <laughs> that like not my lane and yeah. it's like I could I couldn't do it if I tried so I like needed to do something else and like, it's like getting but, yeah. born it's getting born like I'm over it like the showgirls like type of thing I mean I'm not gonna lie like I do love a queen that's like a showgirl but it's just like it's getting it's getting boring like everybody's not like a a, a butt pad and like you know hips type of girl like you need like you know the girls who are not like category is like body and you know like yeah you have a different that. style yeah. of and face like, and seattle's drag talent's like really diverse and there's like a lot of really cool alternative drag here so it's like a really cool scene to be part of but like yeah i think just getting involved in that just made me like think about having to like really elevate my like aesthetic and the way i visually present to people mm-hmm. because it's like when everyone in the room's a cross-dresser it's like yeah you gotta you gotta do something like you can't <laughs> exactly yeah. so that's that's where that all came from nice Nice, yeah. nice. So, what that brings us to, what is your songwriting process like? Because I can't imagine, like, I, like, 
first of all, I would laugh at myself. Like, the way you write, like, I would just be like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe I said that. Like, I would just, like, just crack the fuck up. So, how, what, yeah. is, what is your, your process, like? Um, well, it happened. I'm kind of, like, constantly writing songs in a weird way just because, like, throughout the day, I'll just, like, think of stuff. Like, little, like, hooks and little melodies and, like, kind of rhythms just, like, pop into my head, like, all the time. And I'll just, like, think of stuff. And, like, I just, I don't know. I, I just like when I think of something that just seems really, like, memorable or something that I can, like, repeat and it would, like, you know, like, stick out in people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, lyrics just come to me all the time. Sometimes, yes. like... I, I do a lot of voice notes. Like I'll I like I'll have my phone on me and I'll just pull out my phone and like record random shit. Like I'll just like, you know, sing little choruses or whatever, or just do little drum beats with my mouth. Like there's so many <laughs> voice notes on my app that's just like me being like and just me like saying Someone's like, the like is shit. like is that then, like Dougie Fresh yeah. behind me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I do that. I do that like when I'm high a lot, or like when I'm like out, like crossfaded at like a party. Sometimes I'll be like really fucked up, and like a DJ will play something that like rhythmically speaks to me, and I'm like, oh, I need to copy this, and I'll just pull out my phone and like record the party so I can like remember that vibe later on. <laughs> like, um, and yeah, so shit's always just coming to me, and then like yeah, when it comes to, like writing raps and shit, I just kind of. I don't know. I like to pull a lot of, like, really stupid references that people wouldn't, like, expect me to, like, you know, like, name in a rap or, like, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think I'm just talented. There we go. Period. I I definitely feel like that. Say it. I think I'm I'm talented and I'm fucked up all the time and I'm not afraid to make really stupid shit a song. I love it. Nothing's too dumb to be a song, in my opinion. I love stupidity. And I I miss that. And, like, (laughs) I hate when, like, I think I said it before, like, I hate that, like, all right, somebody will have something that's, like, funny. But then they start taking it, like, serious. And I'm like, you're missing Mm -hmm. out on the – like, that's what I miss about, like, MySpace, um, like, musicians – yeah, very they, that. Yeah. They were in on, and I think that's why I like your music so much too, because like it's like you're in on the joke, even though you're good at it and you are talented. Yeah. It's like you're in on the joke Absolutely. and you don't take yourself, you know, too seriously. Even though Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And I think I've I think that's kind of developed more like in recent years, like especially like so for I guess for people listening, I I have like a series of mixtapes that I put out, Cool Tricks one, two, and three. <laughs> and I think I think around Cool Tricks three was where I like really accepted that like I, I I just became like much more at ease with like the person I actually am and didn't feel like I had to like put anything on in my music or like prove myself as being like anything. Cause I think in the beginning I was very insecure and I was like very adamant about like people taking me seriously as, like, a talented, like, rapper and musician and someone who, like, they need to be, like, you you know, like, consuming seriously. Whereas now I just, I, like, I'm, like, if people are, like, paying and streaming it and coming to the shows, like, you can think I'm a joke. You can think I'm talentless. Like, I don't care. If people are consuming the content and enjoying it, that's, then that's fine. Exactly. And, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm, like, a silly white bitch from fucking Spokane, Washington, <laughs> and it's, like, okay for me to be that as long as I do it authentically and yeah. do it with, like, excellence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, like I, and it took me a while to, like, become, like, okay with the person I am. And that also, like, has to do with, like, being, like, a trans woman and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even feel comfortable calling myself a woman until I was 25. And so it's, like, 
Yes, big, like, I've been journey, following you, you know? for the whole journey, if you know, because I remember Rap Game, Kimmy Gibbler. Like, I've exactly. been there. I've been like, confused for a moment <laughs> in my life. Like, I've <laughs> been there. Like, I've seen it all. And I'm like, oh, like, the whole time. I'm like, okay, yeah. And I just I just stumbled upon you on Twitter. And, I, you know, I'm a friend thief, so... <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah, this is Sabrina's friend. Therefore, it's time for me to move in. <laughs> True. Yeah. And she's which, funny. Which I love that. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's funny. And then once Black Girl Brunch launched off, like I said, you were there from the beginning. So it's like, honestly, we don't really, we've never in, uh, in- interviewed anyone who wasn't, uh, you know, a black person. And that's just like, sometimes we really try to not restrict like men from being on the show. But if, you are a woman, you know, if you are somebody who has been supporting us, if you have a story and if you're as funny and as hilarious as you are, I think it's so important that you kind of get on here and like share your story yeah. because we have a Thank lot you. of trans women who listen to our show mm-hmm. and they write in all the time and they talk about, you know, how they're thankful for us as cis women for kind of like being, um, advocates but I'm like you're not an advocate truly unless you give other trans women voices to just kind of put their work out there Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah no and like part of why I like listen like you guys are the pod like I listen to a few podcasts you guys are the one that I listen to every single week because you like your politics are always just very where they need to be and I, I feel like you like assess situations in a very like acute way and you like always consider like everything that needs to be said and you're all yeah no you're also both so funny and so <laughs> stupid and like, I, yes, I, like true dumb bitches unite I, yeah. like i literally scream every week listening to this podcast like it never fails like you guys always say at least one thing that i like like yell about <laughs> and i always car, forget and i just like i can't believe this i forget what i say all the yeah, time Sabrina. which is like scary you're fun- sabria's unhinged on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> you it. should people should hear it's her so like right before we start recording like what you were just talking oh yeah i said i should be a porn star no sabria said that she <laughs> she wants to get her back teeth removed so that she can suck the dick more efficiently i'm like you're gonna give up your ability to eat food comfortably just so you can suck dick like, yeah i did i want to get I my just, back teeth removed i don't think that they add up <laughs> It does. It I makes think, sense. Listen, we all have priorities. <laughs> like, True. <laughs> and I just want to get my You're going to be on a mashed potato diet just so you can get the head. I'm going to be skinny and the best dick sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> anyway, the next question. <laughs> That's like, how do I even segue? Back on board. So you just touched on it a little bit. Like, as an openly trans woman in a tense political climate, how do you keep your music fun? Because you were one of the first. So we both grew up on Tumblr. And you were yeah. one of the first people that were like, kind of felt the same way as me. That even though, like, me as a black woman, you know, and you as a trans woman, like, okay, the world like doesn't really fuck with us but we still feel like we still can make it and we still want to be fun and stuff like that and like that's why I'm like I still like that's why I fuck with you so heavy because you like we're like I mean you know shit is rough but I'm that's not gonna stop me from having fun so no definitely well because I mean the thing I always have to like think about because it's like I'm obviously like a very like depressive person who like hates the world and like capitalism like is like terrible and like you know like I'm like like, all of these things that, like, I feel like apply to, like, most decently aware people, right. like, obviously apply to me. Like, I'm obviously fucking depressed. I obviously have, like, anxiety about <laughs> fucking global warming and, like, all this shit that's happening in the world. Um, but at the end of the day, like, what I like to remind myself is that, like, literally every, 
period of human history has been garbage. You know what I mean? So like it's true. like it's never been oh a good God. time to be alive. Like there's never been a good time, especially like again, like as a black woman or as a trans woman, it's like what time before now would have been more fun for us? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like that is a fucking word. When I tell you, like I am actually inside having heart palpitations. What you just said, I think about all the time. I yeah. Like and I'm not to cut you off, but like I have to tell you, I just was thinking, telling Sabria, you know, sometimes I think like, yo, why even? What's the point of living? Like, what's the point? And then I'm like, well, since life is going to suck, regardless, if I was rich, it would probably suck. You know, I'm poor and it sucks. You know, if I was white, it'd be something to suck. Why not just stick around and have and have fucking fun and not care about what other people think since it's going to be shitty no matter what? Like, why exactly. not just do what you want? Exactly. Like, you're going to fucking suffer. You and But it's like, it's not like if you complain about it enough, someone's going to give you like a reset button. Like yeah, there's, it's exactly. not like you can restart it or like choose a different timeline to live in. It's like you're here once you got one body and one identity and one life. And it's like, you might as well like enjoy it. So that's something I try to remind myself all the time. Like if, if global warming like comes for my wig within the next five <laughs> years, I'm going to like have fun during those five years, you know, yeah. like that's what it is. Like, no, I definitely, whatever. definitely agree. And though I like, I really love that how like it's, it is like, it's definitely rough. And like, especially for you, even I don't know how Seattle is. Like, I don't know. I can't even picture it in my mind. I just know there's a time difference, and but like a lot of rain and great yeah. anatomy is t- takes place a, in Seattle. So I don't know, like, you know how it, is um as opposed to like for instance like how like new york is because that's like what i'm familiar with but like no matter where you go it is you know rough being a trans mm-hmm. woman but that's why like um, i am excited like to have you on the show honestly because you're a dope person but like some because there's some people that I don't know why, that they listen to us but they don't share the same ideas as us mm-hmm. and um it's like it's, it's bothersome. Um, I'm like, what am I trying to say? It's, it's like, like bo- they don't humanize trans women. Yeah. So I like when I hear your voice, and I like when I hear you just showing people that you don't if you, if you have any mental illness like depression and anxiety, your mental illness is not being trans. Your mental illness mm-hmm. is not being who you are. And yeah. I think that people they really think that there's something off with trans people and it's because they don't know any trans people so Mm -hmm. i like the idea of like like sabria said having you get on here and show people i am very fucking thoughtful i do everything with intention and Mm -hmm. you have to be stupid if you listen to this and you get out of it that i'm I'm off in any way. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm very... In, in any way that's not just me, like, suffering under capitalism and, like, white supremacy. In the same like, way in the that same you're way dumbass. That you are. Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. And like Sabrina said, especially because there are listeners, like, and this is all shade, who, who really, really <laughs> will listen to our show and then get on Twitter and clack some crazy shit. And it's like, you're not listening to us. You can't be. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, it's really important that we do more than just talk about it. Like, we actually give you a voice. And it's just, you. I hate that people have to, it's so hard to get through to them. But at the end of the day, 
all we can do is just keep pushing forward. And maybe we could be the ones to teach somebody like open up your mind. <laughs> yeah. No, open up your heart like, and stop being like, like this. Yeah. And I, I don't know how like Philly is. I feel like Seattle is probably like one of the safer places in America to be a trans woman. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, yeah, it, there's like a very large like LGBTQ community in Seattle and it's like, you know, Seattle brands itself as being like very progressive and like when it's not really, it's like violently capitalistic and like, you know, people of color are being pushed out of their neighborhoods and there's like Amazon's just like taking over and like mm -hmm. people are dying on the streets. So it's like Seattle's mm -hmm. garbage in like the same ways every other city mm -hmm. is, but they at least pay lip service to like being inclusive and shit. And so it's like, I can walk around here I can walk around this city and when I like encounter strangers, like when I interact with strangers at my job, mm -hmm. it's like if they like say some shit to me, like call me man or call me sir or like do that type of shit to me. It's like I can look at them and be like, I know that you know what the fuck you're looking at. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like I know that I'm not the first trans woman you've ever interacted with. I know you know what the fuck I am. It's mm -hmm. not hard to like look at my bangs and my lipstick and my high ponytail and my name tag that says Mimi and like put together that I'm a woman. Like this actually isn't difficult. Like and so it's it feels good to like be in an environment where I can walk around and like have that expectation of people. Mm -hmm. You know, which doesn't make it like suck any less when I get oh, like course, misgendered no. or called a man by strangers. <laughs> like it still like ruins my fucking day and fucks me up. But I at least know that I'm like right for expecting better for and people. Whereas safe. like maybe if I was in like a rural town, I would have to like skew my expectations back mm -hmm. a bit of like yeah. maybe they really just don't know. But I'm like, no, we're in Seattle, bitch. Like mm -hmm. I'm not the first trans woman you've ever spoken to. Like fuck you. Yeah. Like, and you can <laughs> feel safe not. standing up for yourself. Because sometimes, like even as a woman, I don't feel safe standing up like as a black woman, like I don't feel safe for um standing up for myself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I'm walking down the street and like a guy like hits on me, like, oh, uh, something, something. Like today a guy kept bothering me in his car. Like I didn't really feel safe being like, get the fuck out my face, which I could, I wouldn't be wrong mm -hmm. if I said that. But, you know, I just didn't feel safe saying it. Yeah, it is definitely different because like I remember, because like since I went to school in New York and I lived there and everything was like, I just felt like I was like in a bubble. And then when I got home, I started hearing people say stuff like I wasn't used to and stuff. And I just was like, whoo, like it just was a culture shock. Um, yeah. And I yeah. feel like, I feel like here the, the like LGBTQ scene is like, it's, it's kind of like, you know, building, but even like some, I know in Philly, like even the people here um, that are in the LGBT community, like, like there's some trans women who are okay with being called he, like whatever, or they're at work. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to accept that. But I feel like the culture is like different here where yeah. uh, like how you feel like, oh, um, like people will have your back and you're like, you know better. I feel like just people just don't know better here. Yeah, just... definitely. And I mean, I get like, yeah, no, I definitely like am scared to like stand up for myself in like certain situations. Yeah. Like oh, I'll stand up course. for myself at my job because it's like, there, there's a counter between us and like, yeah. I'm like, he, like, you know, we have to like, you know, but like when I'm like, I don't know if someone like like if it's like a street harassment situation mm -hmm. and I'm like walking alone and like yeah. some man like says some shit to me 
which, you know, like, just like any other woman, that's like a thing I experience in life. Like, that shit scares me. Exactly. Like, I just, no, I just keep scary. my mouth closed and fucking run. Because exactly. at that point, my biggest fear is like getting clocked. And then this dude realized he was just hitting on like a trans woman. And then him this having like a reaction goes to up. that. I was going to say, like, the stakes yeah. are higher when you're a trans woman because there's so many other emotions attached to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, it's like double jeopardy there. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have a stun gun? Yeah. Is it legal like, in Seattle? Is it what? Do you is it legal to have a stun gun? Um, I I have a taser, yeah. No, I keep it in my car, so oh, I don't usually have it on me. But also like when yeah. I'm out like in the world, like I usually am with friends and like I drive everywhere. I don't really like walk anywhere alone at night like that. So I'm not in that situation often. But like when I am, it's like fucking scary. And like yeah. it's yeah, it's like terrifying. Men are so um, violent. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think like like you said, like at the end of the day, I'm still having fun and I still like create opportunities for myself where I can like experience joy and happiness and mm-hmm. I'm still achieving things that yeah. feel very like important. I'm still like invested in my art. I'm invested in my music and my drag and in like performing and like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm invested in my transition. So it's like there I have like reasons to like be alive and be happy and so I just mm-hmm. try to like stay aware of the fact that like I just have to make the best of what it is. Yeah. You know? I, and like, I know that. it's a very capitalist thing to say, but like representation really does matter though. Like it's mm-hmm. like real shit. It does matter. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> so the next thing I have for you is I remember you saying something like you didn't want to be famous anymore and you just wanted to make music and just want to like, I guess like whatever your fans love, that's what you're, you're putting out. Yeah, well, I, I mean, just in terms of, like, I'm not necessarily interested in being, like, a huge public figure like mm-hmm. that anymore. Because, I mean, I used to, you know, dream about, like, you know, being on, like, the VMAs or, like, the Grammys or whatever. Right. And, like, charting on Billboard and being, like, that type of, like, major pop star, da 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 da, da. Which, like, if, you know, if I got that successful, like, that's still, like, very cool if that happens. But I'm not, you know, necessarily shooting for that at this point right. because at this point all I want is to be able to make a living off my music and like mm-hmm. entertain people mm-hmm. um, because being a public figure just seems like scary and it seems like it gets scarier and scarier as time goes on mm-hmm. just because of how social media is. Yeah. You know, like even like even even like fucking like just like getting dragged on Tumblr will like give me an anxiety <laughs> attack. Type of, you oh know what God. I mean? It's yes. like how much how am I supposed to feel if I'm like a mainstream celebrity and like the entirety of Twitter can like have an opinion about something that I said or did or like pull up something I said or did like 12 years ago from like the depths of the internet and be like, what the fuck is this? And then everyone thinks I'm like a piece of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that shit freaks me out when people do that to celebrities. When people pull it's... up a tweet from like 2009 where like someone said the word faggot or something and they're like, <laughs> and everyone's all of a sudden mad. And it's like, what? How were you behaving in 2009? Like, what were you doing? Like, what, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's that very, shit's crazy to me. It's very unnatural. And I feel the same way, like, with the podcast. Like, I start getting stressed when I have, like, a tweet that gets, like, 30 likes. And I'm like, okay, all right, let's let's settle yeah. it down here. <laughs> I'm just a normal person. I can't do I can't take all this attention. Like, I got dragged on Tumblr uh, one time. I made a tweet about, like, only one. Miley Cyrus. And I, I literally... I got off a of Tumblr. I was like, this shit, y'all, these bitches are different on here. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. I don't want this attention. I am not going to be arguing with y'all. I'm working two jobs. I can't do it. Like, I can't. Yeah. No, I feel like, I feel like social media has, like, created this thing where people view, 
where first of all, people treat every individual as if they're like a public figure for consumption, mm -hmm. yeah. but they also like dehumanize public figures in the process and treat them like in, in this way that's like very self-righteous. And it's mm -hmm. like, people will just say like whatever type of shit. Like, I, I don't know, like, like, I just think so, like you said, unnatural is the word for it. Like so, social media has like made like our interactions with each other, like very, very unnatural. And it's like, I don't, it's like, you're not supposed to get mad about things that people did 10 years ago that you wouldn't even see or hear. Like, like that's like fucking weird. Yeah, like I don't, you know I I don't care. Cause I literally probably was saying the same thing. It's, I was probably retweeting it <laughs> to a certain exactly. extent. Like what? To a certain extent, I don't care. I remember one time it was like this whole thing where this biracial, this man who has a black wife was saying like all these racist jokes to McLean or McClure. Oh yeah, uh, the twins did. The twins did. Oh yeah, I thought that yeah. was kind of weird because I'm like, you went on to marry a black woman, but it's like, did you really feel that? What it's just, but at the end of the day, I just don't feel the need to get upset about that because that's not my husband. <laughs> and it's not yeah. your business. I feel like it's not my babies. It's not my husband. Why? he? <laughs> I don't consume his content. I'm here for the children. So why does it matter? You know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people have is are making everything their business. And sometimes stuff is just not your business. Really like, not I don't want to know. I don't want to know what mom and dad are arguing about. That's how I, <laughs> that's just how I feel about a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And that's, and that's just like, you know, the, the self-righteous, like social justice people. That's not even getting into like the fucking Nazis and alt-right people who will fucking like dox you and like find your address and like, you right? know, do all that type of shit to you. If you're like a public figure, they don't like, and it's like, you know, a trans woman being in the public eye, if I'm too, like, vocally critical of, like, white supremacy or capitalism or whatever, mm -hmm. if I say something that makes me, like, a target among, like, the right-wing fucking Nazi freaks, like, what does that spell for me? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I just don't want to be that famous. Like, I don't want every person on earth to have an opinion about me. Like, that's psychotic. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, no, it really is sick it's when you too, think about it's it. It's too much. Like, yeah. I, can, I wish I could be a star back in, like, the... I want to say I wish I could be a star back in the Marilyn Monroe days, but then I think about how like they were on <laughs> drugs and being like taken advantage of and abused. But yeah. I do like the idea of being so glamorous that no one knows where you are, mm -hmm. no one under, no one knows your business, and by the time they can find out your business, you're already dead. Exactly. Yep. That's the thing. And it's, that's that's what it kind of boils down mm -hmm. to is that like privacy and like mystique around people don't really exist anymore. No. Um, and so, yeah. And so it's like I feel like the kind of stardom I like grew up dreaming of having like literally does not exist in the world anymore. And so I would rather just have this thing where like I am able to produce my content. I'm able to tour and play shows places. I have people who like what I'm doing and will pay to see it and pay to consume it. I can live off that and I can like have a good fun time in the process and that's enough. And if I never get invited to award shows or whatever, that's completely fine. And honestly, the like, I don't want to talk to Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon's couch and pretend that I like him and that I think he's funny. If I, if I got on that couch, I'd be like, why did you rob Donald Trump's head like that? Why did you invite him? I think about that. that shit. I think about that all the time. The funniest... They the or like SNL, they did the same shit. SNL like invited Donald Trump to host like after he'd been saying racist shit during his campaign. And I feel like if I was to be on SNL, I'd be like, 
why the fuck did you guys do this? Like, Absolutely. <laughs> it's like too woke. Like, you too woke. And uh, um, the funniest thing that Jimmy Fallon has ever done, like something that I think about <laughs> way too fucking often, he did this Michael McDonald impression where he was singing like a Michael McDonald song and he literally at some point just stopped talking. It was like, he's like, okay. That's your intrusive thought. Yeah, I think about that often. <laughs> period. That's... So unless Jimmy Fallon is going to do his Michael McDonald impression, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I just yeah, I just don't want to like. And that's the thing is the only the only American talk show host I want to talk to is Wendy Williams. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like Whitney I have such a love hate relationship with uh with uh I about to say Whitney <laughs> Whitney Houston, but what? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> no, Wendy Williams. I have such a love hate relationship with her, but she is so fucking funny and messy. <laughs> oh really my god, she really absolutely. is absolutely no. Me and me and my friends refer to Wendy Williams as the news. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like hanging out and like we'll be super high and we'll be like, oh my god, put on the news, and that means like the newest <laughs> Wendy episode. <laughs> I love that Wendy uh, gets people so upset because she's not conventionally attractive and she's loud. Yep. Like, yeah. how dare you not be beautiful and share things? Because like, if she looks she like an Instagram care. baddie, they would nobody would have nothing to say. They're like, oh, she's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah and but, I, I love I love how like uninformed she is and how she like never knows what she's talking about, but her audience just eats it up and they just like clap and like nod their head and they just agree and she's with everything. She's sitting there with her cup of tea and um, she's like, I mean, it's true. I mean, am I wrong? It's like, yeah, you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> and I like, love how, like, her opinion on any given celebrity switches back and forth every week. Like, yeah. she'll drag someone, and then, like, the next week, we'll be, like, singing their praises. That's me. <laughs> also, yeah. I love that she's obsessed with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I don't know oh why. Oh, my God. I yeah. like when um I like when uh Wendy like when she's telling like she's trying to get a celebrity together, she'll like look into the camera and she'll be like, okay, Lindsay, all right. You have to get yeah. it together. You have to stop with the drugs. All right? Like, it's like nobody, like the celebrity is actually sitting there watching her, waiting for advice from but her. But she invited Lindsay Lohan's parents on the show, and like her dad was sitting in the front, and then her mom was sitting <laughs> in the back because they like have like such a bad relationship Damn. that they were separated, but they were like watching her on the show. It was like really weird. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I like to watch Wendy when I'm on like acid because <laughs> I she, can't she imagine. looks like way crazier that way. <laughs> like, like her, her, no, her cheekbones, like, and like her eyes, like popping out, and her hair gets like really big and wavy, and she like, she like looks like her chair is like part of her body, and like she like she's just like a creature, like no. <laughs> That's like, how we all see her. Watched Wendy on acid a couple times, and I'm like, this is amazing, like, but also, but also, I'm like that kind of girl. Oh so my god, maybe you're not. Pop, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that sounds like a YouTube show, Wendy on acid. <laughs> oh my gosh, that yeah. does. You should do it. I would it. stand. You should do I, it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I think you just you just, it's an experience people should just have. If have you two ever done acid? Is that like a thing that interests you? So we, we were just, just talking. talking about like literally before the show we were just talking about it because I feel like we both have really bad energy and uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> like <laughs> so I admit that we just are both terrible. I just feel like our energy is way too bad to do it. 
and people okay. and people are yeah. like, oh, you should do it with somebody you trust. Like, so do it with each other. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Actually, that's the worst idea. Also, because we're both very <laughs> paranoid. Like, yeah. if you, me and Sabria, when we're sitting on the train, right, and you ever see somebody get sit on the train and it's like, I hate to say it, like a homeless man will get on the train and be like, hey, tell me about my dick. Like, he'll just say something <laughs> crazy. Me yeah. and Sabria always make eye contact. And we'll get off the and, train. And we do what we have to. We're scared of everything. Like, we're we're always calling the cops. Like we we call the cops all the time. So I'm like, I don't think acid would be good for us. I and even like though we I still don't die. fuck with cops, we just call it if we see like somebody no. being violent. More importantly, like we call the police. Like we don't call the cops. We call the police. Yeah. Like it's the we call the authorities. Like because we can't the handle authorities. it. Authorities. Oh my god. Yeah. No, yeah. We I snitch. Okay, like, yeah. We snitch. I, I, like I get that. Um, I do personally love it. And if there's any listeners out there who are fans of acid. Um, just next time you do it, pull up an episode of Wendy and just, just <laughs> look at her. Just thing- observe her physical presence. It's very interesting. I, I highly recommend it. I would definitely call the cops on myself if I did acid. Yeah, you were like, you were like hey, I know a person who's doing acid right now. They're like, <laughs> snitch on yourself. <laughs> That's really... Call the cops on yourself. I really would do that shit. Like, I'd, I like, I mean, I did... Well, you arrest her. I only liked edibles. I feel like that's the that's definitely not comparison to um acid, but like the feeling, like I felt like I felt like I was in control though. Yeah. Oh, I love edibles. That's like that's like a very regular thing. But I feel, like I, I feel like we, I feel like we need legal here in Washington. That's so like yeah. I just like buy it at a store. So and how, it's great. So do you still have to do drug tests even though uh weed is legal? Like are you still not allowed to have it in your system when you it, uh yeah, it depends on like the job you get. Like, I think some companies will like drug test their employees. That hasn't happened to me since I moved to Seattle. Um, but also, like, I think, well, well, I mean, I guess I lived in Washington State before anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, like, I think when I used to, I'm from Spokane, so mm-hmm. like that's like a much more conservative area area on like the east side of the state. It's like Western Idaho, basically. Right. Um, yeah, really? yeah. It's like a real ignorant fucking white like conservative place, and yeah. so like. There's, I have had jobs over there that like did drug testing, but they also were like, oh, if you need to just like wait a week and then do your test and then pass it, that's fine. Like, you know, they, they like oh, okay. got that, like it's illegal, you know? I always so, wondered that. Yeah. I'm like, if you, if I like were to move somewhere like San Francisco where I would blow it the fuck down if I live somewhere <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, oh my God, like a dispensary. Are you kidding me? But I'm like, well, I still have to like go through that shit with like jobs or for example, if I can get uh weed medically, would I still have to be like drug tested or is, can I have an exception? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I was just think about that. California is different though i was in la uh like in august of last year um and like uh, yeah me me and uh daniel you know daniel from tumblr sabria knows daniel Um, oh yeah 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 yeah. okay yeah 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 yeah. carmela carnitas on twitter um yeah so me me, me and daniel like went to like the weed store and like in seattle in seattle you just like walk in they like check your id at the door and then you just like walk in and there's like all these like weed and like joints and pre-rolls and bongs and products everywhere like edibles treats drinks there's like everything just all like on the walls like on the racks and shit in California you walk in and there's just like a like a bitch at a desk sitting behind a window 
and it's and, sh- and it's just like nothing. It's just like a long room and it's just like some girl like sitting behind a window and you have to like slip your ID like under the window and then like sign like a release form and fill out a bunch of shit. And then after they like approve that, they like let you into the back room where the products are. Ooh. So so yeah, I was like really freaked out by that. And then like <laughs> the edibles there were like really different and I got like super fucked up and I got kicked out of Mickey's in West Hollywood <laughs> where, where all like the like the, the, the Rue girls do like their show every week. What so were you big? doing? I just was ah, uh, I was just on one. I was just like <laughs> stumbling around. I like didn't know where I was. Mickey's was like a maze. I felt like I had to throw up, so I went to the bathroom, but then I didn't. And then when I came out of the bathroom, the security guard was like, "You need to go." And I and he like directed me to the front door. And when he like escorted me out of the club, I was like, "Thank you for doing that. Like I honestly needed you to do that." <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was it was like a lot. So yeah, if you, if if you ever if you ever go to California and buy their edibles, just like be careful because it's like stronger there. Yeah, that scared me. So the other night I was like, oh shit, I'm in a creative mode. Like let me go smoke something and then like try to like work. I was like, I couldn't do anything. I could not. I was like, let me get up and go to bed. Like, after like <laughs> 10 minutes of like just throwing my mouse across the desk, not being able to grip it, making oh all these God. typos. I said, it's, yeah, we're going to bed. Oh, yeah. No, I, I like don't necessarily get high to be productive like that. Like, I get high to be creative and silly. And then when I come back to being sober, I can like re-examine the thoughts I had and be like what happened here that was actually good yeah like what can I use from what happened <laughs> at this time it's like a certain oh level God, it's like so a funny. certain I feel level. like we're just talking now like but what that's are we even fine. talking about absolutely okay. like that's what we okay, do cool. that's what we do like honestly we have our outline but like at the end of the day once an hour and some change is over with whatever the fuck we have is what the show was because that's what we valued <laughs> that's what we wanted okay. to talk about that's what we valued at the time <laughs> I was fucking crazy back then that's <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that vine so much. It's so you ever funny. see that vine? It's like it was like when white girls when they were first born, and she was like, I don't know, I was fucked up, like I was crazy back then. I probably <laughs> saw it. <laughs> I probably saw it. <laughs> I love that vibe so much. It's an iconic one. Um, okay. okay. Is, did you? Was the interview like still happening? Are we still doing that? Oh, or? I guess one more question. Yeah, one more question. How was it opening up for the legendary cupcake? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I got to open for Cupcake twice uh, here in Seattle uh, in 2018. Uh, And it was really fucking cool because, like, the venue she sold out is this place called Numos in uh, Seattle. And it's, like, a 650 capacity venue. So it was, like, kind of by far the biggest crowd I'd played to at the time Mm -hmm. because it was, like, sold out. Um, And also, like, another thing about that because... When I, the first time I opened for her was, like, right before I started doing drag. And so it was, like, I had spent two years, like, doing all these, like, you know, hip-hop shows and, like, punk and DIY shows with, like, basically all these, like, men and straight people. Mm-hmm. And, like, all a lot of those shows would be, like, over 21, you know. And it's, like, this show, when I got in front of, like, Cupcakes fans, it was just, like so nice to like be in front of just a bunch of teenage gays <laughs> like a bunch of like dumb gay high school pop fans because that's like who my music is for you know what I mean it's like that's that's like the demographic is like dumb teen gay stands those are the people <laughs> who are gonna like project a machete to the next level and like really elevate her and I I it's but it's like you know those types of kids don't go to like their local music you know what I mean right. they don't like Cause like they're, you know, they're not 21. So they can't go to half the venues and they don't give a fuck about like what's happening locally. They like 
want to see pop stars. And so it was like really fucking cool to finally be in front of like my demographic. Like, and like my Spotify streams like shot up like astronomically after that night. Oh like gosh. I gained like such a following after that one show. Um, and then like when she came back, the first one was in April and then she came back in December and I got to do it again. Like the venue really liked how it went and they asked me to do it again. Um, and then that time it was like, yeah, it was just like more of the same. And like, it was like a big crowd of like fucking teenage gays. And a lot of them like knew the songs this time. And like after, after the show ended, I like had like, just like a meet and greet that just happened to me. Oh my God. Cause I was just, I was just in the That's venue. So cool. I was just in the venue, like hanging out. And then like all <laughs> of a sudden there was a line of like 50 people, like asking for pictures with me and to like meet me or whatever like people like just wanted to meet me and that like and it was like really fucking cool like and it was like so wow cool. this is like very very odd but yeah uh, and I got to like meet Cupcake and you know hang out with her talk to her for a quick second she's like shy but she's nice you know Aww, and yeah so, that's so sweet. very very cool opportunity that's so sweet I would not think of her as shy but you know what the people who are the shyest are the ones who have those like the craziest thoughts <laughs> and that's exactly. why her music no, yeah. be so she's, wild. she's a very very shy girl uh, but she's like definitely like super nice um, yeah definitely not like pretentious at all like isn't, doesn't carry herself like she's like bigger than anybody like she's super super warm energy but she like kind of keeps to herself in a way like yeah, no, she's 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 cool. It was a cool time, definitely. Yeah, like, perfect. very very much a level up in my career. More to, to come. That. More to come. Um, yeah. Definitely <laughs> going to move on into our uh, segments, and you know we're going to cut it short because we always be like, all right, yeah, we're going to just interview for a little bit. But that's like honestly, we can't say it enough. Like we <laughs> love interviewing, and we haven't had the chance to really talk with you like this before. Like yeah, we talk on Twitter, yeah, we've been yeah. texting, but it's like I feel like I've learned so much about you, so I didn't want to stop. And I know our listeners are going to love it too. So definitely. Love that. Let's move on into toast for assists. So really quick this week, we're just going to toast to an outstanding like senator. And do we get a chance to say that often? Do we get a chance to show love for <laughs> politicians? No. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. <laughs> Come on now. Let's be real. But Stephanie Flowers, a lot of people are knowing her for the black woman who, who from Arizona who absolutely fucking snapped uh, recently. She was just talking about uh, the, stand, the Stand Your Ground bill, which a lot of black men, a lot of black people, a lot of people of color, period, are losing their lives to this Stand Your Ground bill because uh, what everybody got understand is that if a person of color makes you afraid of course you're going to stand your ground if i walk up on you and scare you but i didn't really do shit to really threaten you and you stand your ground sorry, and pop me like, like come on sound like you're like walking around trying to like 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 fright people like, <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean that don't give you the right to shoot me just because i scared you you know what i mean but, but i scare people i used to work at a fucking haunted house yeah I, I like, scare people all the time what if i stood their ground like why you like come on now seriously <laughs> she, was she like oh my god we got a dead zombie over here They're like what zombies are dead she said um you know <laughs> sorry i'm just going to go back into what she was talking about she was just saying how you have to you know take 
in consideration the gun violence that people in her county um, are facing. And she says, I worry about my son. I worry about our little black girls and I worry about our little black boys. And of course, she's saying this in a room full of stuffy ass white men who just did not, you know, did not break. So uh, shouts to her for just being a brave person and, you know, not being afraid to be the only one who stayed in the fucking room. The stand your ground law is trash. If you look at the numbers, so why is that one type of person is being affected more trizzy trash okay so now we're going to move on into tea time so machete have you heard that baby fat is coming back um i have i don't know listen i don't know anything about fashion or clothing <laughs> all i know about baby fat is that it's it's kimora lee simmons right that's, that's all like you her. need to know that's really all you need yep, to know. that's all you need to know is that yeah, okay okay yeah so then okay yeah and i've heard it's coming back and people are excited about that um I, I don't know if I'm the person to, like, really have an opinion about it. But you know what? Good for Miss Kamora Lee. <laughs> let me just tell you. I am freak. I am very excited because Baby Fat was the era of just... I think that if once you see this and maybe see some, like, nostalgic clips, you'll understand that people were wearing this during the era of that pop star that you kind of, like... That probably inspired you to do what you did. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like the velour sweatsuit. Everybody had a baby fat phone case. Like, it was just so... Uh, it was outrageous. Like, low-rise jeans with, like, charms on it. Yeah. I definitely remember, like, the era. I just wasn't personally invested in it because I just don't care about, like, fashion or, like, I just don't under... Like, I don't understand, like, clothing or brands. Like, that just... <laughs> Like, doesn't go into I'm not brain. that way. I'm that <laughs> like, way sometimes. I was just talking to Sabria about, like, how, like, I'm such an easy gift giver because I don't care about Gucci, Louis like, stuff like that. I don't care. But I really like uh, brands like Juicy Couture and, like, uh, Baby Fat. Just, like, because of the nostalgia, mm -hmm. I think. Like, I think back to, like, my childhood. And just Kamara Lee Simmons being so iconic with these runway shows, having her daughters walk on the show. And how extra she is. Like, she's I so love that she's extra. So extra. She's so extra. And I'm really excited now that her daughter are like young women to just see them on the runway and how they're going to contribute because her daughters are amazing like she's yeah. so lucky to have those girls like the, the youngest one is like pretty much more of a bookworm and the oldest one is like her mother like she's a diva so I, I think I'm she has like a fashion over promo code Oh yeah, absolutely. Think of her like she's like a real life Brett's doll. Love is. it. I do. I do like when you guys talk about her. I like the picture you painted of her. I think you said something like a couple episodes ago about her being like how it being very on brand for her to have like th like three ex husbands who all get along or like something <laughs> exactly. like that. Like I don't know. Like yes, like no. that's my goal. I love that. Yes, like you be seeing like one baby on another ex-husband's lap and different Christmas gifts. I'm like, what does she do? How does she oh orchestrate God. that? That is amazing to me. A true queen. <sighs> so next, let's talk about that jaguar that bit uh, the woman who was climbing over the barrier for whatever reason. She wanted to get a selfie with a jaguar at a zoo. And this and fell over. <laughs> what? I, okay, I literally did not know about this. Oh my god, I'm like googling it right now. Okay, Jaguar so, attacks woman at Oh, of course it happened in Arizona. Okay. Yeah. So the <laughs> woman course. uh she got attacked. She was trying to she climbed over the fence, the barrier that was clearly there to keep her the fuck away, keep everybody away from the Jaguars. But she <laughs> this, this, I'm sorry, this headline says Jaguar attacks woman at Arizona Zoo and the woman apologizes. <laughs> That's the, that's the New York Times headline. And you know what? She goes, uh, 
This is what fucked me up. I was in the wrong for leaning over the barrier, but I do think that maybe the zoo should look into moving their fence back. Bitch, it is a jaguar, all right? And it's a fence. Look, look, not a bobcat. Not like a... You know, I don't want to get in between the stray cats in the street. Damn, <laughs> if I need to take a selfie with a jaguar. <laughs> I'm not trying to be next... What? Are Absolutely you not. Me? Absolutely not. Are oh you kidding God. me? So, you know, everyone's big thing was like, please don't tell me. Please don't tell me that, you know, this uh, Jaguar is going to be put down for for this lady's stupid actions. And the zoo director said, no, uh, pretty much she should have stayed her ass out of out from behind the fence. So exactly. thank God. Now, yeah. there was another incident with the same Jaguar. This Jaguar, like, snapped on somebody. But I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Leave the Jaguars alone. Better yet, stop going to the zoo. And Honestly. zoos, just abolish zoos. Abolish zoos. to the zoos. rivers and the lakes that you're used to. <laughs> Period. <laughs> yeah, like, you... Like, I'm sorry. Never in my life have I seen a fucking Jaguar and thought to myself, I should get closer to that. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I need a selfie. Oh, my God. (laughs) She really did it for the gram. Oh, my goodness. She said something else stupid, and I can't even, like, find it here. Oh, like, but she pretty much was, like, victim blaming uh, the Jaguar. Jaguar. But I was laughing. (laughs) I was laughing because, like, they showed, it was a video of her, and she was, like, rolling around the pit, and she was like, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, sir, is her right? I'm laughing, too, because her name is Leanne, and she's clearly, like, it's, there's a picture of her, like, giving an interview with glasses on. Like, I guess this is a disguise, but, like, if you knew this fucking woman, you would be like, oh, that's clearly, like, Leanne O'Donnell from, like, <laughs> from the Human Resources Department. Like, she that felt, sounds like Leanne. She literally just has a pair of aviators on. I guess that's like her disguise. Like not even like if it were me, I would have a hoodie on. Like what's his name? The Unabomber. Like no. Tyra Tight. <laughs> no, like on Mean Girls, when he's like, you don't even go here. Oh, I would yeah. just like that. Like if I was trying to be oh in the disguise. God. All right. That is that's hysterical. Honestly, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the dumb bitch of the week. <laughs> Leanne right. from HR. Leanne. Like, girl, we all know who you are. Uh, next up, we have um, just Jules. Now, yes, we are going to. Yes, Jules. Oh. Yes, Jules. <laughs> I called her just Jules. Just Jules. <laughs> just a dickhead is what she should be called. But um, regardless, we were going to put her in the second place, but then that's when the whole a bigger scandal came about. And we decided, like, let's just, we can just rip her a new one here in Tea Town. Like, we don't have to put her in the second place to True. do that. Yeah, so, maybe she doesn't deserve the honor. She doesn't. No, nah, she like like she fucked up, but she didn't like she wasn't the fuck up. Now she's just so annoying. Like I just want her to go. Like the fact that she has disrupted my peace so much that I know who she is. Like I'm just so annoyed. Like I wish I never knew who you were. That's that's my thing. Is I actually don't know like what she does or who she I is. Like we never hear her name when like she's doing something racist and stupid <laughs> and like getting in trouble. Like that's the only reason I know who she is. Yeah, me too. So I guess yes, Jules is a rapper, right? No, she's not a rapper. She's she is a host, so she hosts like events and like festivals yeah. and stuff like that. I, yeah, I don't, she doesn't produce like content. She doesn't make yeah. music. She's just like a personality. But that yeah. makes me so angry because that's what I want to do. Like I want my job to be like, no, she doesn't necessarily do anything in particular. But like like somehow I can just become Ryan Seacrest just from appearing all that's over her. the place. She's right? Ryan Seacrest with a fat ass. Yeah. Wait, does she have shots in her dump or is it natural? I think she might have shots. 
Okay. Her well, ass is I mean, not that fat to be going that crazy though. Like, oh my god! It's like, not. I've seen like I didn't even notice her ass. I didn't notice anything about this girl. Like somebody said, she just looks like logic with a wig on. I didn't know oh like my god. <laughs> anything was happening. Like I That's, just no. Yeah. She wished she was logic because logic is actually like oh yeah, oh yeah. She was like yes. Please call me logic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that way I get to say that I get to say nigger. But, man. but <laughs> the only thing is <laughs> the only thing is she wears stuff to make her ass look fatter like, like okay, biker shorts yeah like biker shorts and like she just dresses so dumb and like she also like it's just oh she just irks me so much like she drives me insane so let's just get into the details okay so some time ago uh she posted a shirt with the n-word in the front and asked if she should wear the shirt to a festival and uh, to rolling loud that's because, when i first heard about it because apparently she wanted to wear this shirt to rolling loud i mean she posted this picture that said uh pretty much like f what does it say? Something. It said niggas lie or something like that. Yeah, niggas be lying because her man pissed her off, so she posted the shirt. But I'm like, you don't even get to think that. You don't get to post shirts uh, with the word nigga on there. You don't get to contribute. I don't give a fuck who you surround yourself by who makes you think that you're part of the culture. Separate it because, like, you said the F word, Machete, right? Yeah. Because you're okay. part of All the, the queer <laughs> community. That's our favorite word. <laughs> Let's let's be real. I hate faggots. I just want to be I can hear you say that, and never in my life would I post a shirt with that because I'm like, uh, that's just not like it. Just not 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 click clinking. Okay, it's yeah. just it's it's not for me, and I don't understand why she couldn't understand it. So instead of just learning with her dumb ass, she decided to bring it up, and instead <laughs> and, and drag two other black women down with her when mm-hmm. she's the one who fucked up. So the two girls that she uh dra- dragged were Karen Silver, and I'm not gonna lie. Is Karen Silver and Scotty Beam? Civil. Karen Civil. I don't know either one of these people either. And you that's not to Oh, discredit. I know Scotty Beam. I know Scotty Beam from Hot 97. But that's... She, uh, like, works at that radio station. Okay. That's not to discredit them. Like, it, I mean, they could... They definitely don't know who I am. Right? <laughs> 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 Let's get that straight. And that doesn't mean they're not doing popping things. I've just never heard of them before. Twitter has. They both verify. So, I don't... But I see that there are black women that she's trying to... She's trying to play the victim here and make it like they were bullying her when she was the one who fucked up and I have a huge problem with that just mm-hmm. historically speaking like girl Classic. and the yep. black men that were sitting there piping her up all for just a crumb of coochie just really really <laughs> got under my skin like none of, uh, none of y'all are going to hit none of y'all are going to hit no absolutely she's not, not gonna get y'all with the fucking bootleg jeans like she's not she's not Oh my god! Absolutely not. I just was a like a crumb, a crumb of coochie. <laughs> <laughs> not even the whole thing. Yes, like they just with the thought. I'm like you. And were they were so like, yes. Oh, also like this white boy posted like something on Twitter and it was like all these mediocre black women are talking about um, yes, Jules being ugly. And then he posted their pictures, but the gag was they were all pretty bad. They were all <laughs> bad. And I'm like, you know what? This just goes. With, this is just why I can't mess with like white men. Not to mention that he looked like a piece of corn and he <laughs> want to talk about how how that, those women look i'm like they everybody looks better than you let's start there okay yeah what messington i like literally like i i watched like a little clip of the interview 
Um, just because I like I I knew I knew when I saw the discourse happening about it, I was like, Sabrina and Iman are gonna want to talk about this. So I like <laughs> I feel like I like knew it was coming. So I, really... I like watched clips of the interview. Again, I don't know like who she is. I'm <laughs> who very does? familiar with this timeline of this story. But like my whole thing with her when I was watching that interview, I just the main thing I kept feeling was why is she talking like that? Hello. Yeah. She's like, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm a Miami girl. Like, I'm a Miami it's girl. It's like, are you fucking yeah. Mary J. Blige? Like, why are you sounding like this? Like, she yeah. sounded like she was She's trying like, to do a bad... from, like, a female. And it's like, oh, well, who are you? Like, it feels, like, very weird to me that, like, white people who, like... Uh, like amass any level of like social currency within like hip hop or within black culture or like come to prominence within those realms like are still like in a post Iggy Azalean cultural landscape like you're still like putting on that voice and like carrying yourself like that yeah that's so freakish to me it's like how do you not know that people are gonna like make fun of you yeah, if like, you like walk around acting like that you can take that <laughs> I don't get it you can connect like without changing your voice like you know what I mean yeah. and you know what's crazy I have a bad habit of doing this so like Oh my God, I caught myself doing it. If someone talks to me in an accent, I'll talk to them back in that accent. <laughs> and it is very dangerous yeah. because I fuck? work with people like who come from other countries and I can. <laughs> oh <care>. my God. <laughs> and I would like, do you like your change? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I just did. Like, or if a white woman like talks to me in a high octave, I'm like, right. Like, I'll say it right. I mimic them. I mimic them. But immediately I feel uncomfortable because I know it was fucking wrong. So yeah, how you can do a whole interview like that? whole personality out of it. Like, no, oh seriously. God. Like, I have a bad problem with, like, talking to people in the exact same. Like, if you say something to me in a tone, I think, again, being the dumb bitch that I am, I repeat <laughs> it back to you in that tone. Like... Yeah, what's um, like, like when you get a chance, try it. Like do it to me, and I'll repeat it back. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I gotta have more control over myself. <laughs> so you want me oh to like God. trigger you? Like just no, but just like do it when I least expect it. Like say something to me in a funny voice, and I will repeat it back to you in the same voice. And then I will, oh, uh, I shouldn't do that. That that is a very dangerous habit. That's that's a lot. I got but... a lot of dangerous habits. That's why I try to be forgiven. Like I try, but like I don't be on. Like I'm not gonna climb over a jaguar cage. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> yeah, that stupid. Too- yeah. That's crazy. Um, I think Jess Jules belongs in the Jaguar case. Yeah. <laughs> we just throw her in there. She but like, whoa, what you doing? <laughs> um, was I'll, it a female Jaguar? Would she accuse the female of hating on her? Like, that that's so funny because the Jaguar <laughs> was female and black. So she probably be like, yeah, you yeah. definitely hate me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, yo, you euthanize that black bitch. <laughs> All right, so break up and break ends. Uh, J-Lo is engaged for the fifth time to A-Rod. Good and for her. When I say the fifth time, understand I'm not mentioning that because it's shady. I'm mentioning that because that's beautiful. <laughs> like five men decided that they were in love with you. I love hoes. Five men decided that they wanted to spend their life with you. I want that. I know. I just love that. Five times. I don't think nobody gonna propose to me once. <laughs> like... Somebody posted her five times. That's crazy. I, I forgot these two were t- together. I, f- what? I feel like I think they broke up. Did they not break up at some point? I, I felt like they so. weren't. Still I feel together. like they broke up know. at one point. I feel like I they feel did. like he. But maybe up, it was somebody else. He been up her coochie since the moment they got together. He been all up. A Rod is obsessed with J Lo. I love it. 
I really I do. Think, I, th- I think in my mind, I just think she should be dating Pitbull. And so, <laughs> <laughs> they make, oh my God, if he make the music and she dance, unstoppable. That could definitely get her career back oh on track. They're, oh, both, sure. they're both thick, bit, bad bitches. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I really do. They are honestly, I think if she would have been with A-Rod from the jump, she would have never, um, she would have been engaged once. Because I see, their chemistry is like tangible. I don't know. I guess I stand. Like, I guess I stand this couple. I guess I stand. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, yeah. I, I, like I guess that's what the, 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 the um, result is. But I looked up her, uh, all her relationships. The first time she was married in 1990 and divorced in 1998. Again, iconic. Uh, she was married to a guy named Ojani. Then she was married to Chris Jude from 2001 to 2003. We love a two-year relationship. So then she was married to... Uh, actually, she was engaged to, with Ben Affleck. And yeah. then... That's his yeah. name, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't was know why. she ever married to Diddy? Was she, or did she just date that, Diddy? Diddy don't marry nobody. Yeah, he, he don't. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Diddy doesn't believe in that. But uh, Ben Affleck and her, they got engaged, but he didn't marry her. He called it off, and then they broke up. I want to know that tea. That was never released to the public. Like, what? Mm. What happened there? Yeah. Um, Sabrina tells her because she wasn't white. <laughs> he realized that. He was like, fuck. I can't do this. I can't take her to mother. <laughs> Who's going to make the green bean casserole? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Then Chris, uh, then Mark Anthony. She was actually married to Mark Anthony for 10 years, and that broke me when Wait, he divorced. 10 years? Yeah, from, oh, two, yeah from, him. From, from 2004 to 2014. He was so skinny. Just how I like him. Ew. You know which one of her exes I liked was uh, was Casper Smart, that, like, younger dancer. She oh, was yeah. The gay? That's my dream. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Her, her, but, her butch Carrie. queen? Yeah, no, yeah, he, no, he, he's, he's, he's thick, and I heard, he, I heard he likes the dolls too. Uh, I heard, I heard he messes around with, with, with a particular kind of woman, no. if you know what I mean. No. Um, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he, he was sexy. I liked them together. He um, was, he was cute. He was. I yeah. don't like chore, I don't like choreographers. Like I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You say that, and I just immediately think of Lorianne Gibson. That's who I like my mind. No, like when women, like when women, like when the pop stars start dating their backup dancers, it always annoys me. I'm like, it never works. (laughs) Ever, ever works because they'll dance right out of your life. (laughs) Or when. Or when, like, they start singing, like when they start dating their like back background, like their guitarist. It, it happens all the time. They fucking Jill Scott did it. It did not work. Tony Braxton did it. It did not work. You know, Kalani's doing it, and I pray that it works for her. But like, he's stop, a drummer though. Stop dating people in your band, or they teach you how to dance. Like, just stop. Date date other people. <laughs> just don't. I, I don't like choreographers or personal trainers to date. Period. I can't stand for Cassie. Trainers. I think she started dating her personal trainer, and I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like you move too much. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that would be obnoxious. I don't think I'd want to be in a situation like that. I feel like, especially the personal trainer. Like, I feel like if I was dating someone, and he started telling me like what to eat. I'd be like. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, no, what seriously. to do with my body? You know, like no. Yeah. Like who eggs? Also, I and also even if they weren't judgmental, I would feel even more judged because I'm. Yeah. A, I know I'm wrong. I know I'm. <laughs> Same. I, yeah. I know I'm eating shitty. Okay. So yeah, that's that on that. I mean, Chance the Rapper got married, but there's no real tea there outside of the fact that Kim and Kanye came late and had to stand in the back. And also, Kanye was late and still looked like shit. 
<laughs> my God. Me on my way to work. <laughs> same. <laughs> I'll be late oh, for work. Same. Yeah, all three of us. No. <laughs> I'll be late for work and I'll be like, wow, these socks are really bright and they don't match. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna lie. I'll be early to work. I was like, Sabrina, you really get up like seven hours. Sabrina, but like, I gotta be to work at noon, so that's why I'm getting up at 4 a.m. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I really do. I don't get it. But I still look I, like shit. Well, I wish I had that level of discipline. I risk it all every day. I'm like, I have to be at work at noon, so I'll get up at like 11 40 like, <laughs> yeah, like i really risk it no like, i do too bitch. and i don't understand why like oh my god iman it is your livelihood why don't you get there on time like <laughs> it is your livelihood <laughs> like come on i'm just and it's because like i stay late a lot that's why i think i drag my feet because i'm like oh, at the end of the day i was here like an hour after i should have been yesterday so who gives a fuck <laughs> True. I thought that was gonna. I thought you were just gonna say at the end of the day I was here, like Beyonce. <laughs> like I thought that was gonna be the whole. I mean, sentence. and that's that's also true. Like I am here. Yeah. I showed up, and I should get points for that. I, at the end of the day, I did make my impact. So. <laughs> I want to leave my uh, footprints on the sand of time. True. Um, (laughs) So moving on into the sunken place. And we're actually just probably going to end the show here because, you know, we're a little bit over time today. That's fine. Right? Whatever. So time is not real. Time is not real. But this scandal is very fucking real. And the charges (laughs) are going to be pressed. People are going to fucking gel. All right? Electric chair. Yes. I love the electric chair. So, you know, it's been um, reported that a bunch of celebrities have been bribing uh, different uh, universities to get their children in. Surprise, surprise. What Sabrina and I found so funny is that, you know, every article started off with, earlier today, news broke that Felicity Hoffman and Lori Lawlin are among 40 individuals who have been charged in connection with alleged college entrance exam scheme. They keep mentioning Felicity Hoffman and Lori Lawlin like it ain't nobody to fuck else in off like everyone but they just, said those were the biggest names and honestly it is because who would have thought the bitch from full house uncle jesse bitch yeah i'm scammer. becky i'm becky here. i'm becky with the fucking bangs i'm becky she was so fucking sweet <laughs> becky with the good hair Mm-mm-mm. and felicity becky, becky with the dumb kids <laughs> no dead ass dead ass because her daughter her daughter is so fucking no you talk about she's team dumb bitch all the way. And she should have just embraced it instead of trying to go to college. Exactly. Because she first, didn't need to. Exactly. Because first of all, she's trying to be a YouTuber. And she like... Really? Yeah, she's trying to be a YouTuber. Like a, Her name is uh, like Olivia Jade. And she was like... Um, we were watching this uh, clip. <laughs> and she was like, um, yeah, so like I, I live in a... I live like in a dorm with a roommate. And the roommate's like really cool. She's like sweet. And then, yeah, and then she's like, well, I'm going to be here for work. I'm going to be here for work. And then I got to go like, to New York. I got to yeah. go around the and world And then she's like, work. I don't... She said, I have to talk to like my professors and the dean because I don't know like when I'll be able to attend school. And then she was like, when I do come back to school, I want to like you know see like party and stuff like that and then she was like she like looks at the camera she's like you know as you guys can tell like i really don't care about school <laughs> she said, i don't care about school and this, i'm like <laughs> wow she said that this, so I, i'm i'm sorry this whole story is just so violent i just like can't <laughs> believe that people who are already like so well off are like scared like your kids don't even need to go to college. Like, they, they don't need to go. Your full house money. <laughs> they don't need right? to go. Right? And she seemed like she making a pretty penny for herself. And I was really, oh my God, I was really 
bummed out when I found Felicity Hoffman was involved. I think I am the world's biggest Felicity Hoffman <laughs> fan because of Desperate Housewives. Like, she played the hell out of Lynette. And I just was like, wow. And she's also on True Crime, and she's really good on that show. And she's it's a like, fantastic actress, all this okay? stuff, first of all, Desperate Housewives, True Crime, you would know how the justice system is. <laughs> you thought you were above it. Also, like, yo, just send your kids to stay school. Like, they don't got to go to Yale. They're they probably so fucking dumb. They can't even go stay school. They're like, how do I do that? Yeah, but they're not saying that you have, you're not smart if you go to stay school. It's just that. I was like, like <laughs> I went to stay school. No, not saying that you're no. not smart, but they just couldn't even. Because sometimes, depending on what campus it is, a state school, they'll take you like, okay, you can start in this. Like at Penn State. Like yeah. you can go to this campus and you can work, work your way, way up. To the major, to the, to the if, main yeah. campus. Because it's a little bit more competitive. Exactly. And they're probably so fucking dumb that they can't even go into the, the campus that helped you. Like, they fucking yeah. guide you. They're probably like, uh, I don't know. But, you know, the reason why they're truly in a sunken place today is not just because they were schemers. Like, because, you know, people scheme every day, but it's because a lot of times people who are less fortunate, especially people of color, they'll walk on the campus and they feel so out of place like they don't belong when they've actually gotten there based off their own hard work. Mm -hmm. But yet and still there will be people like this who will make them feel out of place who truly, truly don't deserve to be there, who truly, yeah. truly paid their way in and it's just like yet another example of how the scales are so 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 uneven you know what I mean and like I know that every time you turn around every time a, a like black person gets accepted into like 12 schools it's always like affirmative action led them there because you know Harvard feels guilty and they're accepting black it's like okay okay, okay listen we're not going to focus on that we're going to focus on the fact that these people are paying you're not going to tell me that Felicity fucking Hoffman is the only one doing this. Like, hell no. Because no. somebody was like, who, that, this lady was like, if you know anybody who took tests for Donald Trump, like, please contact me. Because ain't no fucking way he got into Ivy League school. It's no fucking way. No, he is a dummy. He is a dummy and George Bush. <laughs> They're both dummies. It's no and fucking way. I just like the idea that the uh, th uh, FBI investigations called this, uh, the code name for this operation was Operation Varsity Blue. <laughs> oh, my God. And they uncovered a this, network yeah, of well, wealthy parents. I didn't, parents. like, really hear about any of this until, like, earlier today. Like, I like I haven't been paying attention to, like, anything this week. It just, now, it just came out this today. This is, like, so crazy. Like, and honestly, it's just, like... <sighs> It just is, like, another example of how, like, the entire concept of college is literally just designed to, like... Yep. To, like, gatekeep people in terms of class. It's just meant to keep classes of people separated from each other. Like, you're not smarter because you went to college. It just meant means Hello, you, like, we, had access. You have the opportunity said, and, like, the privilege of going to a college, period, or to, like, an advanced college. Like, oh... Shit like this makes me so mad. Like rich it's people so just control irritating. everything. Exactly. And we like, just said we both went to college and we're like, oh, we're the head of like the dumb bitch club. Like, <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. make like again, like it does and school isn't for everybody. Like and I they, they should be okay. My experience. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy my experience. And they should be content with that. They, okay, maybe college isn't for my kid. Like that's yeah. fine. But they wanted I went that. to I went to community college for one year. I failed half my classes because I don't do homework. I like I don't believe in that. And after <laughs> that year I was like, you know what i shouldn't be doing this like what would this do for me and, and i dropped out and honestly love dropping out 
<laughs> and you're definitely like smarter than a lot of people that I've graduated college with. I can tell you exactly. that right I'm now. Smart, no, real shit. Becky's dumbass kid. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> also, why would you not? Why would you let your kid say some shit like I don't really care about school? Like, because she can't control her. That's exactly. why. Because if she could, she would have been smart enough to get into the school herself. But um, they, they this article said the scheme's mastermind, William Rick singer which what a fucking name william rick singer he pled guilty like immediately he like uh, he pled guilty to racketeering conspiracy money laundering conspiracy conspiracy to defraud the united states in obstruction of Yikes. justice he said he sounded like a bird I am absolutely responsible for it. I put everything in place. I put all the people in place. And so he's dry snitching, and I can't wait to hear who else he's going to reveal. Yes, because it's definitely way more people. It's no fucking way that these celebrities are smart. Lori Loughlin and Felicity Hoffman are, they say they are among the biggest names, but it's like, keep saying names. We'll tell you if we recognize them or not. (laughs) No, she's saying. So we don't know the full list of people involved yet? No. Okay. Oh, wow. First one, That's interesting. Yeah, I know. One, one article said 40 people were involved. One said another, 50, right? Another article said 50 people It's probably involved. more, they probably getting more people, like, it's probably more, like, as the hour go, they're like, oh, shit, and it'll probably be up to Ivanka Trump is, like, shitting on herself right now. I definitely, yeah. what was I that? I was going to say, are we trying to speculate about who we think is involved? Oh, I would I, love to. Oh, who do you what think was, is involved? Remember that tweet Ivanka Trump said, she she said, like, happy birthday um to her son, and it was like, he was just four months old. He was like, instead of saying, like, happy four months, she was yeah. like, happy birthday or something. Dumb shit like that. I want to, the person who probably got uh, Donald Trump, I mean, uh, George Bush in the school is probably dead now, but still yeah. investigated. I feel like. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look at, where does Madonna's daughter go to college? <laughs> I feel like she would get caught up in. Lourdes? Like oh, of course. That is so funny. I know one thing. Nobody better not say Sasha Obama's name, okay? I know that much because, listen, <laughs> both of the parents are Ivy League, so it makes sense when the daughter is. Aunt Becky was not going to yell, so I don't know why she thought that that was in the blood for her child to go there. Like, No, real shit. Girl. Like, I feel like, who else? Um, oh, my gosh. Who, I feel like a lot of these celebrity kids are hip, and they don't go to college. Like, they be knowing. Yeah, and I feel like it's a lot of politicians, for real. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh! Yeah, what? I feel like I feel like that's probably true. Yeah, it's like it's more so like politicians and like shit like that. That's the thing too. If I was a celebrity's kid, like why would you go to college? I like wouldn't. if you just can you just like do not like do not do shit. Like why do you need to go? Why do you need to scam your way into college? Exactly. Come on, just be thing. Willow Smith. That's crazy to me. That's the most. That's fucking. That's Sherm behavior. That is definitely peak Sherm behavior. Sherm behavior. And also, it. like, I'm now I'm going to subscribe to that girl's YouTube, probably. Are She's so <laughs> fucking dumb. She's a fucking mess. And guess she, what? Everybody's going to jail. And I want to watch it all. I love... That is, like, a kink of That's my, a reality like, show. They yes, should do that. I love watching <laughs> rich people. kink pe- of yours is watching people go to jail. <laughs> no, rich people. Like, I love oh, yeah. when rich people, like, the law, they're not above the law. That, that is show? so sexy to me. What's that show you were t- um we were watching about those girls who robbed like bread? Pretty wild. Yeah, I want that, but with Felicity Hoffman's child and with Lord I'm Becky's child. I cannot say her her last name. Yeah, so. whatever. It's like Wallen. Like I, those words should those letters should be. <laughs> you know but, what they need to do? They need to do a 
version of um, Beyond Scared Straight with like rich white celebrities. That's ah, like oh. what needs to happen. Like rich white women going to the prison and all like like just getting fucking. <laughs> or not <laughs> like, even going to the prison. Like just going places oh, in public. Where, where there's like food deserts, like taking them to the Bronx, like taking them Put to. Put them on public transportation. Yeah, or taking them to like parts of Brooklyn that hasn't been gentrified. Like making them like rough it like that. Mom, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. I would fund that. I would green like that show. How about we get a production company and just put together the shittiest reality shows we can possibly think of? <laughs> I, I love that. And I, torture rich people. There we go. Yeah, let's make them suffer. They, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This has been so much fun. And uh, I wish we could go on and talk forever, which we can just off the mic. But um, yeah. thank you so much for joining us today. Like, it's it's just overdue. And the next time you're in Philly, you're just going to be sitting in that chair. So when everybody see us, like, looking over there, it's because we're looking at Mimi's face. That's why on a, on a monitor. Yeah. So um, let the people know one more time where they can find you on all the social media channels. Yeah. Okay. No, we're definitely doing another episode when I come to Philly. I want to do, like, an East Coast tour, like, within the next Ooh, year. So yes, that's, like, yes, happening, yes, yes. happening. Um, so social media is, uh, again, Machete, M-I-C-H-E-T-E. Uh, it's Twitter is at Machete. Instagram is at Machete Music. Those are the two places that you can follow me. Uh, also, if you want to follow my Spotify, that kind of helps me to do that. Just go to Spotify and M-I-C-H-E-T-E. There she is. Click the follow mm-hmm. button, stream the mixtapes, buy them if you feel that crazy. Um, <laughs> and also tell a friend. That's what I really like is when people tell their friends about my music and like get, you know, because it's like I need to like expand my fan base. That's like what's oh, going to yeah. allow me to like tour and go places mm-hmm. is if there's like a demand for me to go there. So yeah. that's like what, what I want to happen. Absolutely. Like tell a friend about Machete. <laughs> I can't wait till you tour overseas. That's going to be a fucking crazy that yeah that's gonna be fucked up like (laughs) excited though Uh, yeah no this was so fun thank you guys for having me this was like really cute it was and it was so like it was so easy because like we were like how is the skype going like how is that going to work it just worked it figured it out it also helps because you know how to do the skype things so like that that was very yeah the next guest too yeah it's gonna yeah we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna be fucked for the next skype guest but We'll worry about Whatever. it then. Okay. Cross that bridge when you find it. Absolutely. So thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Imamate and on Twitter at It's Mate and Sabria. At It's Frankenfem on Twitter and Frankenfem underscore on Instagram. I always forget my shit. I know, it's hard. Like, I've <laughs> got so many words. But you know what? Just, you know, give us a follow. We're actually out of here today. You guys know what to do. Leave us the reviews. Yeah, peace yeah. out. I mean, because I'm honestly about to start getting ready for work I, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm tired as fuck and I have anxiety. <laughs> like, I have to set this alarm clock and get going. But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. We love you. Bye. Peace.